Greetings, my beautiful and badass soul sibling. You are listening to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me. It's my daily podcast. And I am thrilled that you're here. Thank you for listening. Thanks for sharing your energy with me. And I am honored to be a part of your journey in any way that I that I may. I have been connecting with several people over the past few days who are having issues with being grounded and perhaps not even just their own issues. Some of them are experiencing some things with their children who, when we did our reading or session together, came out that their child is really not grounded here. Now, I struggle with this from time to time, or at least I did in the past. I've gotten to a place now where I realize very quickly if I am stepping out of my groundedness. So when I'm not grounded, I will feel scattered, a little scattered. It could be a little, it could be a lot. I will be trying to figure out what which direction to go in. I will be plugging away like like striving so hard towards something. And I mean in the in the in the fact that it's so I'm striving so hard that I'm not even allowing universe to help me. I'm just pushing and you know, moving against the current if you will. Because we're when we're in the flow, when we're grounded, when we're allowing universe to help us, we don't have to do all of that. We don't have to push so hard. We don't have to strive so hard. So today I woke up and I thought, man, I really like hurt everywhere. My body hurt. It hurt yesterday. I went to the chiropractor and she was even surprised that how tense my body was. And this morning when I got up, I just realized I have not taken a walk outside in Mother Nature and really get grounded in a little while, in a few weeks. The reason being, I have two brand new puppies, Macy and Gracie. And um, yeah, they've been taking up a lot of my time. It's, It's funny, I realized today I needed to give up the struggle of trying to potty train two puppies when it's cold and rainy outside because they are so tiny and as soon as I even open that door they start shivering and fortunately they have learned to use the puppy pads very quickly and so today I thought you know what I'm going to turn the focus back on me (laughs) it's time to give up that struggle they're using the puppy pads that's what they're there for and so I need to get myself grounded today I need to get reconnected with mother nature and so I, it's been such a pleasant day because I stopped, um, you know, trying to catch them at every move to take them outside and just like, just allow us all to be right now in this cold and damp and rainy day. I got on my coat and my shoes and started down the river behind my house. So some things that you can do to be ground, to get grounded. Number one, one of my favorite things is just to go outside. But 
as you're outside walking that you really begin to focus on the ground you're walking on. You can even feel the weight of your feet stepping onto the ground. You can focus on the sound it makes under your feet. So right now it's a little crunchy outside because it's crisp and some of the leaves are still a little frozen. And so paying attention to the sounds around you. Now that means you're gonna need to take out those headphones, those earbuds, and take a break from listening to music and perhaps even me or another podcast and start taking in the sounds around you. It's another way to get grounded. You know, they say when you take away one of your senses, another one, you know, gets heightened. And that's true. And an example of that, it's kind of off topic, I guess, maybe. I was at hot yoga the other night and it was a very full house and it's candlelight yoga it's hot yoga, and we do it by candlelight, and it's silent, other than a few different um, instructions, but the class is very peaceful, calm, and, and it's a massive group that just flows together in the heat. I'm usually in front of the mirror, and it's a nice soft glow with those candles glowing in, in front of me, but the other night it was a packed house, and so I had to go off to the side, and so I was facing a wall, so there was no mirror. And I actually like it when that happens sometimes because it makes me realize how dependent I get on that mirror to look at my body instead of feeling it, you know, feeling the poses. But something even more remarkable happened as I was doing my poses there facing the wall. I began to see figures. I saw Jesus standing in front of me. I saw Chief Joseph, who most of you know is one of my guides. I wrote about him, about meeting him in my book. So I began to see things and I truly felt more grounded in that moment than I have in several classes prior to that, staring into a mirror. So it was just you know, validation for me that I need to move around in that room. I need to do, I need to be in different places and so that I can um, let go of that, you know, what I'm seeing in the mirror reflecting, you know, I'm actually always looking in and focusing on my body to just make my poses better or help me with balance. Whole different feeling when I have to feel it instead of looking at myself. So I, off I go on to the river today, back to that story. <laughs> you know, you guys know me. I'm kind of all over the place sometimes when I'm talking, just whatever comes up. So I'm focusing on the ground and I'm, you know, not necessarily, yes, I'm looking at it, but then I'm looking around at the trees. I'm looking down at the river, but I can still hear. I mean, I'm, I'm consciously focusing on hearing the ground beneath my feet. I'm hearing the river beside me. I'm watching it roll over the rocks. I'm imagining with each breath that that river, the, the water is cleansing me. Even though I'm not even in the water, it's still cleansing me, just that sound. I begin looking at all of the different trees and the ducks floating in the water. There was even a brown 
uh, mink. I've seen black ones here before, but uh, this brown one was new. So that was a nice surprise today, which, you know, you know me, I spoke to that sweet little animal and said, thank you for showing up. You're so beautiful. I walked for a mile or so, and then I like to go down by the river, right by the water's edge, and there's a lot of different rocks there, and I look at the rocks, and sometimes I pick them up and feel them, and noticing today that they were cold, and some were wet, some were muddy because they had been in the river, and the water had receded a little, and now they're up, but still muddy from washed being washed down the river. And as I was bending down, picking up rocks and touching them, another amazing way to get grounded, I started noticing so many heart rocks. And I do see heart rocks a lot. But today, there was a plethora of rocks, heart rocks. So I picked them up and look at them and you know, thank the angels for sending them or whoever. I'd thank the rock for showing up. And I'm taking my time. I'm just meandering. I'm just taking moments here and there to look out the river and just breathe it in with my eyes closed. And I just felt so calm and at peace, which is what happens when you really get grounded. A few moments later, I heard two ducks, and I could tell they were over my head, so I looked up, and there were the two ducks over me going, um, you know, flying overhead, and I looked, there. I noticed there was something else coming from behind them, pretty far back, but it was coming, it was massive. It was my golden eagle who shows up here on my river quite often. He wasn't chasing the ducks. I'm sure the ducks noticed him and took off, but... Um, the ducks alerted me to the eagle flying overhead. I showed gratitude. I thanked God because the eagle is the symbol for me, for God. And I had started my walk out today that, you know, I'd started walking saying, God, I want to talk to you. I always do that. That doesn't mean I'm verbally talking to him. I just go out and I just say, I want to talk to you, God. And see, God talking to me is allowing me to hear the ground beneath my feet, to notice the different trees, to feel the coolness of the rocks and find the heart rocks and the, the ducks and even show up as the eagle. And I found myself on the water's edge just taking deep and cleansing breaths. Taking time to notice everything around me. Now, when I take these walks, when I go out to be grounded or even at home sometimes, it's very important for me that I actually turn my phone off. All of the notifications that we get throughout the day, my friend, are keeping you from being grounded. It's the truth. It's not good that we are in this pace now in life where... We have to know at all times what everyone's doing or if somebody's reaching out to us. What needs my attention now? Oh my God, I have to check. Okay. I turned my phone off last week all day on a Sunday. 
I don't know if I've ever done that, except for when I go to retreats where I'm really just going for myself for R&R and I turn my phone off. So I did it a couple of Sundays ago, or I don't remember. Yeah, a couple of Sundays ago. Turned it off, so I did not have it on from Saturday night until Monday morning. And it was the best ever. And I'm not going to say, you know, there weren't a couple of times I wanted to check my phone. But I didn't. It never was turned on. I felt such peace that day. More peace than I felt in a long time. Because as I'm sure a lot of you know, there's a lot of people who count on me, who anticipate and sometimes even expect me to post things. And that's okay. But I also decided that it's okay that I take days off. And I decided a long time ago that I did not need to know any notifications. I don't need to know when someone's reaching out to me at every moment of the day. So my notifications are turned off. Now, I might glance down and notice if I go to check my phone that someone has sent something through, but I do not have my notifications on. I do as much as I can to stay grounded and to stay peaceful, to stay calm. So I was on my way back from my walk after the eagle flew over and I rummaged around in some more rocks, found some more rocks and touched a few trees and hugged a tree. And, you know, the earth is really such an amazing tool, <laughs> such an amazing grounding force. If we, if we allow ourselves to be in it. I see people taking walks behind my house on the river once in a while and they're walking and, and looking on their phone or talking on their phone. And I think you're missing out on so much. Like you could see the eagle. You could see, it's just so much could happen if you would let go of all that and just be with the river or be with mother nature right now. So on my way back from my walk, I started asking God. I don't even know that I asked him actually. Somehow it just seemed like this, conversation was happening <laughs> in my head and uni with universe, you know, I, I use God and universe same. And I have stepped into this role of mentoring sensitive kids and their parents, their families. And I just started having an aha moment of how you can really help your children stay grounded. And I just did a reading this afternoon with a gentleman, a young dad who came to me and we started talking about his special kids who are here, very sensitive kids and how one he thought might have ADHD. And I said, what if he's just not grounded here? Like he's so sensitive and he's taking in all of the energy of the world and all the energy around him. And he just doesn't have that coping skill or that I, I, this ability to be grounded. So what I got on the way back from this walk was I kept thinking about that game that we play when we're young, that I spy with my little eye. I'm sure many of you remember that. So you would find something in your in the room or, you know, if you're outside, you would 
find something out around you outside, but you would say, I spy with my little eye something that is, and then you'd give one clue. And then the person would have to try to find what you're looking about, you know, what you're talking about. That is the perfect little game to play with your munchkin to help them get grounded. Because they're describing what's around them and that is the one of the first and easiest ways that you can get grounded just in a snap of a finger. So if you need some ideas for being grounded, I have a few more. Music can ground me. I like to listen to different types of music. So maybe I'll put on... You know, I love dance music, I love rock and roll, I love country. I mean, I truly love it all. Sometimes I need to put on just Native American flute and I just listen to different songs and it just grounds me because there's usually the flute playing and also drumming going on and drumming is another very uh, salt, like grounding technique to get us here. Grounded. I use something called Palo Santo. I use that instead of sage. Now you could use sage, that would probably help you get grounded. That, um, and it is, it's a, it, would, it would help not only clear the energy in your home, but help you get grounded. But Palo Santo just is my choice. That's just what I choose. Palo Santo actually stands for holy stick. It's a little stick that you burn. And the scent of Palo Santo just soothes my soul. It grounds me. It calms me. And it doesn't smoke up as much as sage does. So in case you wanted to get some Palo Santo, I buy mine from a place online called shamansmarket.com. Shamansmarket.com. I think because, well, you have you have to be careful. Like, I don't want to say you have to be careful, but some people I have talked with have um, bought some Palo Santo from different sources and they said they did not feel it was the true Palo Santo. I don't know about that, but I know that what I get from shamansmarket.com is the real deal. So even if you had that and you you cleared your home once a week with Palo Santo, it, it clears the lower negative energies, but it also has this calming grounding effect. It would, it would be good for your entire family. It doesn't smoke up a lot. You don't need a lot. So, um, yeah, Palo Santo might just do the trick as well. Now, I'm just giving you suggestions of a lot of different things that I do. And I do them all. <laughs> it's just I'm not sure that just one would work for me. I need several different things. I need variety. Yoga helps me stay grounded. Having the TV off helps me stay grounded. It's funny, my TV usually is not on until Michael gets home from work. So it's quiet here. So I like to actually just have it be silent. See, that's another thing. We get caught up in stimulation, so our brain makes us believe that we need constant something, some kind of noise, some kind of sound, song, music, voice, show, whatever, game. So we need it. And the brain doesn't know how to, have, how to then be still or quiet. The more stimulation you give it, the more it's going to need. 
It's an addiction. I mean, it's literally what I'm going to call it. It's the addiction. So limiting the time your children are able to be on video games and television. Because, you know, we're role models, right, as the adults. So if we're telling kids, you you know, you're on that video game too much, you can't be on there yet, we're sitting in front of a TV for four hours, four or five hours, or however long. That's kind of contradictory, right? What if it's time to turn all that off and go back to playing games? Regular old games, board games. Michael's daughter, his youngest daughter, was home visiting a few weeks ago. And um, she was here with her husband, and they had a couple of friends over, and we got snowed in, like snowed in. Like they were saying, everyone stay off the roads. And so we broke out a game of dominoes, and we played it for hours. And we had the best time. It was just the best time to, to connect, to do something like that, just to play a game, a game where everyone's interacting. And yes, it's competition, but it's not like these gaming, um, and I'm not, I'm not putting gaming down, believe me, <laughs> these video games. I just believe that um, there's a lot, there's too much time spent on it. So thinking of ways to make, the, make your space calmer truly is a good way to ground everyone in the family. I know, it's so funny. I feel so grounded that I'm even <laughs> pausing in between my words so long, but I'm sure you can all tell a difference in me today. I needed to do this. I needed to get myself uh, good and grounded, and I'm going to do it a lot more often. It feels really good. So I will offer, offer more ideas on how to keep yourself grounded and your little ones as we move forward in this podcast. For now, I hope those can help. And, you know, here in Northeast Pennsylvania, it's just now thawing out from winter. Spring has sprung. And we are all going to be able to be outside a lot more. It's time to get outside. It's time to embrace Mother Nature. Get connected with the earth. I'm sending massive love to you right now. Thank you so much for listening. If you ever want to connect with me further, you can hop on my website, juliatreat.com. Have a blessed day. Namaste.